I know it's been a while, but we are continuing in the Din Birkat Hayayin Bitos Suda that, you know, what happens when a person is drinking wine within the context of a meal. And we've introduced this idea that when a person makes the bracha on uh, wine within the context of a meal, so that in theory will cover them for any other subsequent beverages that they're going to drink, right? Let's say, well, maybe we'll note a, a few exceptions to that. But let's say, in theory, that's how it's going to work. So if you're going to have a glass of milk at your meal, uh, in theory, that was covered by uh, the bracha that you made on the wine. And then the bracha achrona, the concluding bracha that you'll make on the wine, will also cover a concluding bracha on the milk. Again, if you're sitting down at a bread meal, it's not really going to make such a difference because the bread will cover most of the items in your meal, uh, even the beverages. Now, let's say, let's say you're drinking that wine uh, not within the context of a meal. And believe it or not, there are various times uh, within our uh, you know, Jewish practice that we add a glass of wine to make things more official. So let's say, for example, I'm uh, one of the people who's uh, called up to stand under the chuppah. Okay, and I'm going to be drinking some of the wine, right? Let's say I'm the rabbi's the Masada Kedushim, whether, whether he should drink or not is a topic of different discussion. Let's say I'm the groom, okay? So the groom's going to take some of that wine. Let's say I'm at a bris. One of the rabbis is going to drink from the wine. Maybe the father of the baby is going to drink some of the wine, right? Good. Let's say I'm making Havdalah, right? And we know that that's made on a glass of wine. So in theory, you have all these different situations where wine is going to be used, but it's not within the context of a meal. Again, Kiddush, obviously, is within the context of a meal. In fact, there is a halacha. The has to be has to be literally right juxtaposed to the meal itself. Okay, how we do it in shul, topic for a different discussion, fine, 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 fine. But that's always within the context of a meal. What about these other situations? So the uh, Rabbi Akiva Eger brings down an opinion of the Batei Kuna who says that if it's not within the context of a meal, it's one of these ritual situations where we tell you to use a cup of wine to make things more official. So that would not cover you for any subsequent beverages that you're going to have. So if you're going to have, after your Havdalah, you always have a glass of orange juice, let's say, I don't know, whatever it is. So you would have to make a bracha uh, on that orange juice. The bracha that you made on the wine is not going to cover you because that bracha was not made for the purpose of a meal. That was made for the purpose of your Havdalah. The same would be true if you're going directly from the bris into uh, the meal and you're going to have your orange juice again, right? So uh, he argues you're going to have to make the bracha. However, Kimat, all of the poskim argue with that. And they say, no, it doesn't make a difference. Even though you're right, we're in Dine, Birkara, Yayim, Betel, Suda, we're talking about within the context of a meal, and we only know that this halacha exists within a meal, it's also going to apply in those other situations where you're going to drink wine. So we have a situation where almost all poskim say that uh, you are going to be covered, you shouldn't make bracha in those situations. And then you have this one opinion brought down by Rabbi Kivager that you shouldn't. So again, the, uh, many of the later post games say, well, don't put yourself in a situation of doubt. In general, anytime we're in a situation of doubt when it comes to bracha, we tell you to refrain from making the bracha, err on the side of caution. So they say, uh, after you make havdalah, make an immediate bracha achrona. Or after you're under the chuppah, usually you don't drink that much, but let's say, right, to make an immediate bracha achrona, and then you know that going forward you're going to have to uh, make uh, all additional brachot. You're not going to run into any problems. The one situation you're probably thinking to yourself, well, I'm not often the guy drinking at the bris. I'm not often under the chuppah. I don't often drink something immediately after I make havdalah. The only place where this does come up every once in a while, and I think we even put this in the cheat sheet, let's say Tisha B'Av falls out on a Shabbos, or it falls out on a Sunday, right? So you're going to end up fasting on a Sunday, and you're going to make havdalah. We've talked about this, right? When, when should you make havdalah? Should you make havdalah? Fine, 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 fine. But the way we practice, you make havdalah on Sunday night. What are you going to do immediately after you make havdalah? You're going to sit down and you're going to eat. So that's a situation where you really could run into that problem because maybe you're going to wash and you're going to be fine, but maybe you're not. You're not. You want to have orange 
groceries you're breaking your fast on, and now you have to ask yourself, well, should I be making a bracha on that orange juice or not? So again, we seem to paskin that you should make that you should not make the bracha. You are covered by the wine, but if you really want to be, uh, you know, fulfill your uh, every single uh, opinion that's out there, so you should make an immediate bracha. We're not concluding bracha, and then make any uh, additional bracha on any beverages you're going to have. Rabbi Chanan, Rabbi Nakash, Shemir, Atzkadosh Baruch Hu, Zakoyis, Shalafika, Chibalim,